I'm Bianca Mattison Amos, the host of the Once Broken podcast, where we share inspirational stories of overcoming brokenness and finding healing and redemption. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram at Once Broken Podcast and on Twitter at Once Broken Pod. Get ready for some candid conversations, real talk, and a whole lot of fun. And when I stopped including people into my dreams, I, I had less and less nightmares. Boy, talk about that. I'm just saying, man. So I understand where you're coming no, from. No, 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 no. Back up on that go one. For no, it, no, no, no. Go for it, baby. Let's go. You're going to run past that Okay, one. let's, no, let's no, go no. back, baby. Let's go. Yeah, say, say that again. <laughs> when I stopped including people into my dreams, I had less and less nightmares. There you go, man. That's powerful. You know, and, and coincidentally, dude, that was, that was another situation that happened when I knew that she wasn't the one. It's because. Yo, this is the poet, Walter LeRae. We have a good show today. This is the snippet that you just heard. And before we get to our show, please listen to these following messages and go support these other podcasters. We really appreciate you. Let's get into it. Hey guys, my name is Shanina Lacia. I am an educator. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm the host of the Reaching While Teaching podcast. And now I just earned a new title. I am an author. I just wrote my first book and it's called Reaching While Teaching, an educator's guide to impacting and transforming lives. It is now available on Amazon, Kobo, Google Playbooks, and also on my website, www.shaninealacia.com. This is the perfect book for educators to feel encouraged, empowered, and motivated to go out and make long-lasting impacts in the lives of the students that they serve. It's filled with practical advice and personal stories that are relatable to anyone. Be sure to get your copy today. You won't be disappointed. What's good? This your boy KSAP, the man behind the mic of the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast. Come join me and my guests as we talk about sports entrepreneurship, small businesses, current events, and much more. You can catch the Simply Ball Dropping Podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio, also Apple Podcasts. And remember, I drop the ball, you drop the ball, we drop the ball together. Simply Ball Dropping. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Kaya, and I am the host of Eyes Wide Open Podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that will enlighten your mind, offer healing resources, or bring you some spiritual testimony, then you need to check out Eyes Wide Open Podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Come with me and get your weekly fix. And without further ado, you are now tuned into the Miss Talks Podcast with Angel and Walter Luray. Enjoy. You're listening to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Angel and Walter LaRay. Real talk, real people, sincere conversations. Let's get into the podcast.
<laughs> no doubt. Welcome to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet, Walter LeRae, and that is my dope co-host. Angel. What's up, Mr. Angel? How you doing, sir? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored. I know you are. I know you are. Uh, can I borrow a dollar? <laughs> sure. As long as I can borrow two in return. Well, in that case, <laughs> let me get about a thousand and then I owe you <laughs> when I owe you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you forgot to carry that water. Well, on that no, one, I owe you when I owe you. Hey, <laughs> what that old school told me he said: as long as I owe you, you'll never be broke. You'll never be broke. <laughs> like, bro, that I can't spend ain't that none enough, of that. Brother. I can't spend <laughs> that, baby. Yeah, I can't spend none of that. Bro. <laughs> Dude told me that. I was like, what? Wait, wait a minute. Okay, I'll never be broke. Roll cast, boy. But you owe yeah, me. Man. Wait, as long Roll as cast. I owe you. As long as I owe you, you'll never be broke. Nah, I don't like that math, bro. That math didn't add up, man. But you know, them old heads, they used, to, they used to get us back in the day, man. So it's all good. Shout out to the whole old heads out there. I was about to say the whole heads, but shout out to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> shout wow. out to you, too. But this is a nerve. This is a no cursing podcast show. You know, we had a couple of shows that we, you know, we had to let loose a little bit. I made my baby brother very uncomfortable, but within that, <laughs> the spectrum of that, we definitely appreciate our audience and we try to, you know, try to curve it a little bit. So we're going right. to, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep this PG 13 and we're going to keep it fresh and, 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 and fire for all of the, you know, the listeners out there. We definitely appreciate you. Hey, Angel, guess what, man? Absolutely. We charted, up, we, we charted, baby. We what? charted 87. What? But guess what Say we charted that, though? <laughs> what Bangladesh? <laughs> no, no, hey, close. Vietnam, baby. We charted hey. 87 in Vietnam. I got made it, hey. mama. Words, <laughs> uh, Word. Word, son. I got made it. Oh my hey. gosh. I'm going for number you one in Bangladesh somewhere. next. <laughs> 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 hey man. Better to be charting somewhere than nowhere. Thank you there to you that go. one person out in Vietnam that listened to us. He was like, "Who? I don't even know how. Who, who is this man?" <laughs> and I don't have no. I don't have no receipt. Okay. <laughs> why they talk like an African in why, Vietnam? Though? Why he style Nigerian? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know, man. Shout wow. out to Michael Blackson, man, because that that Friday dude, he he cracked me up on that one, man. So anyway, man, what we got? What we got going on today, Angel? Ah, man, I thought we'd just get into a couple of self-reflection topics, man, and, you know, share some personal experiences and perspective and see if we can help some people, um, you know, avoid a couple pitfalls out there in the, the relationship and personal uh, growth realm. You know what I mean? Sounds good with me, baby. Let's get it cranked. Let's get it started. Yeah, man. You know, because, uh, you know, you and I both, I don't know if it's DNA. I don't know if it's just energy or uh, what it is, but. It seems like a lot of people seem to confide in us when it comes to like, you know, certain relationships and, and personal struggles. And, and it's not a complaint at all because it's, it's something we both take very seriously because we we're careful not to give out, you know, just mindless information and, you know, try to steer people in the wrong direction. But um, a common thing that I see in, in certain people is when it comes to relationships, man, is, is the uh, people do have an issue with being alone. You know, everybody mm -hmm. gets hurt at, at some point in in, uh, in their journey. Mm -hmm. 
And one thing that I've seen is when people, um, you know, you don't take the time to heal. And when you don't take the time to heal and you, you constantly jump in and from one situation into another, you just carry in those scars from the previous relationship into the next one, into the next one, to the next one. And sometimes, man, you can mess up a great opportunity uh, because you're still reacting for something that happened prior to the current situation. Yeah, I have this saying, man, you already know you and I talk a lot. You know, you got to learn how to take the A count. Um, yes, sir. You know, and, yeah. and for mm-hmm. those who are not familiar with that, the A count is when a boxer get knocked down on the canvas, he has the opportunity. The ref is counting to eight. And and that's that eight count is is giving him a time to see if he can make it back on his feet and that he is knowledgeable of his surrounding and that he can continue cognitive to continue the fight. A lot of people get knocked down, think jump right back up. That's not smart. Sometimes you got to take the eight count and gather yourself And the Mm eight count is there for you to gather yourself. It don't matter if the the ref is counting and he's giving you an opportunity to gather your, your thoughts. And so you can continue to fight. Most people, like you said, block their blessing because they, they jump right, jump back into the game. You know, and and, and, not, and not allowing themselves to acclimate to what just happened to me. Exactly. You know, what what just huge. what happened? What happened to me? Yeah. Because because yeah. he really hit you very hard, right? Well, and and another part of that too is is you don't take time to understand what you could have done differently, and you know you never want to leave a relationship, no matter how poorly it ended, uh, with the blame factor, blaming the other person for everything that they did wrong without taking into consideration, you know, how could I have navigated differently in, in this and how could I have, you know, produce a different outcome, basically. Um, you know, when you walk away from the situation completely blaming somebody, and even if it comes to infidelity and cheating. Now, of course, I'm not saying you're responsible for someone cheating, but what I'm saying is people don't just cheat. Sometimes the warning signs are there and you just ignore them. And then they're saying, you know, you find yourself in a situation where you, you've been uh, hurt or just, you know, handled and mistreated, you know, it, it's, you know, one thing I say is that if you're, if your picker is broken and you don't take time to heal and figure out how to fix that picker, you're just going to continue to pick the same scenarios over and over again. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. no different than trying to pedal on a broken bike. The chain's broken. You spending all this extra energy pedaling, but you're not moving anywhere. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, what's more broken? your concept <laughs> or the bike because the bike is what it is mm-hmm. you trying to make something broken work that's a little more broken than the situation yeah. you know that's my opinion well it's, it's a good opinion as well because you're stating facts with that you know and and i can stand on that one and be like yo as simple as that let's go back to the fact that you don't like to be by yourself sometimes yeah, we got to get back yeah. to ourselves. you know we got to figure yes. out and, and and another thing that you said what did i do wrong in this situation Mm-hmm. You know, you got to ask those hard questions. Those hard questions is something that you want to get answers to. And a lot of people yeah. don't want to, they want that. It's easy for me to point the finger at someone else than to say, oh, it's their fault. But at yeah. the end of the day, I was the common denominator in this situation. So I have to get back to that. The equation, I am in the equation. I am the common denominator. What did I do in this situation, this scenario that ended up like this? 
And yeah, yeah, self-reflection comes in. So it's it's easier to hide your pain when you got somebody else there to shoulder the blame or right. shoulder, uh, you know, I always say it's a pity party. I hate pity parties. I don't throw them for myself, so I don't like to see other people throw them. I think it's a waste of your time. Get off of the pity game. That's not good for anyone. You're hurting yourself and you're handicapping mm-hmm. yourself as well. So, cause yeah. you know, when you go on that solo, Han Solo is a situation where you really got to self-reflect. It's it's the hardest thing to do because you're, you're stubborn. You don't want to look at yourself. You, it, it gotta be somebody else. It gotta be their fault. Even if that person cheated, it's something happened with you in that, mm-hmm. in that situation. So you got to come back to yourself and be like, yo man. Okay. So let's look at me. What did I do? Right. What what am I what yeah. am I lacking or what am I overly providing? Oh, that's a good one. Overly providing, yeah. Because here's the thing: what, what you're saying is that if you don't take time, you know, everything is so microwave mentality in this day and age. So, you know, we we want it instantly. We want that connection instantly. We want that that um, relationship goals instantly. But, you know, what we don't realize in, in most times, it, it takes time to build those things up to where they sustain. Right. So if I'm rushing into another situation and I haven't even dealt with the previous situation, how do I expect to make that current situation any better? Right. Because if if um, there may be things that may be a complete deal breaker. Right. But what, what happens in oftentimes, man, we, we jump in both feet first. And then we, we get to a certain midpoint to where we start looking around and something feels different, then we're just starting to pay attention to the things that have always been there. They didn't just surface just now. And now we want to change that because now it bothers us. But we didn't address that in the beginning. So now here's where the conflict comes from. It's because now you're trying to change somebody who is under the, the perception that you've accepted them as they are. And that's where the, that's where the uh, the friction comes from. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, there's going to be friction in that uh, because you know I can speak personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that's uh, I don't like to speak on nobody else's business, so I I I be the guinea pig, so to speak. Uh, okay. The, the worst thing that, that I've ever done was rebound relationships. Mm. not being able to heal myself before I went to the next one. And, 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 and like you said before, you can ruin, uh, you, you can destroy a good thing because the person that I rebounded with, I shouldn't have been with, you know what I mean? But like I said before, right. you're hurt. You're going through some things. You don't want to deal with what you're dealing with. You want to forget. And you know, it's an old saying is, you know, the way to forget one is to get with another one. And that's the, that's the dumbest thing that you can do because, yeah, you know, especially if that, that new one, the rebound one start acting like the old one. Mm-hmm. And then you're not, you're not equipped to handle that because you have not, you know, you have not went back to the drawing board and gained that, that practice and that respect the person, excuse me for yourself. So you can mm-hmm. understand how to deal with this. Like what is going on? Why am I dealing with this? And, it's like you said, you, your picker is broke because you continue to pick the same thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what? Uh, another thing that people don't really realize is trauma is real. And when you've been traumatized by an experience, dude, trauma has 
multi layers of uh, of an effect on a person's psyche, right? So in, in some cases, when you experience something that reminds you of trauma, it can it can make your mind kind of transport back to a certain period. Like it, it can even make you feel like a child in certain situations where you're not even thinking with the full logic of an adult. And that's the reason why a lot of people get traumatized and stay in situations that are not very favorable for them. But because of the trauma, they, they can't deal with it on a logical standpoint. So either they go far to the left or far to the right. And it, it's not a healthy balance. It, it's, it, it really isn't a healthy balance. Um, you know, just like when you, you said messing up the current situation, when the, when the current person start acting like the, the past person or the previous person, sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's just a scenario that you haven't even dealt with that has, has linked to trauma, right? And when that scenario comes up, everything that's linked to that trauma comes flooding out. That person may not even be a bad person or doing anything wrong to you, but because you haven't dealt with that trauma, you're, you're just in that mindset and you're reacting to what you're feeling versus what is actually happening in front of you. And so people retreat. And they throw the wall up and they, oh, you just like everybody else. And uh, you just like such and such. And, and, and one thing that is so disrespectful is to be told that you're like someone else, especially mm. when you've uh, when that person has already been described to you as a person that caused you pain mm. to be compared to that type of person. Mm-hmm. That is one of the lowest forms of, of insults you can throw out to a person in a relationship. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Real talk, son. That's that's. Yo, deep on that one, because that that is disrespectful on a whole different level, uh, especially mm. when you're trying to build something else. But hey, either yeah. you're going to be the one that's jaded, or you're going to be the one that's doing the jading. That's how yep. I look at it. You have to be careful with everything that you're dealing with, especially in relationships, especially if that relationship didn't go the way that you expected it to go. Yeah. Taking that a count is important, man, but. You know, yeah, uh, more importantly, when I started to mature is when I understand that being by myself was not a bad thing. There you go. You know what I mean? And that, it's considered it, as, it, a, as a as a curse. Or no, it was a blessing to me. A failure. It was yeah, a blessing to it me. It is. Because every negative thing that every one relationship that I was ever in, I was able to I was able to reevaluate what I did wrong. I was able to reevaluate what I did right. Yo, man, this is what I'm talking about honing your skills, honing your skill set, honing who you are as a person, pulling all the things that are good, putting them in, in, in into that cachet, taking all the things that are bad and figuring out how to deal with that and, and make, make yourself better because we all have good and bad in us and we got to figure those things out. So when I was able to hone my skills and understand who I was as a man, the maturity level started to go up and that's why I stopped having to prove myself to these people, I'm like, yo, I don't have to prove myself to you. I know who I am and I know what I want. So right. I, right. I I really didn't have to go looking at that point in time because now my energy is different. Now, when there I walk go. into a room, that particular, that, that particular woman sees me before I even see her because my energy right. is different. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I told you, I say, look, man, when I was comfortable with in my own skin, I didn't have to put on fronts. I didn't have to say what I say. That's when when people ask me what I do, I say I'm a bum. You know, I'm a bum <laughs> right? because I used to be like, oh, yo, I'm, I'm college educated. I'm, you know, I've I've traveled here. I travel. I was like, dude, why am I giving people a resume when they don't matter to me? 
Why am I trying to impress these people when I'm not? I'm. I don't brag, dude. That's stupid. That's dumb. That's. I'm not a flashy individual. If you have it, that's cool. Because I like people who have nice things. That's cool. I I like nice nice things as well. But I don't have to show everybody that I have these nice things. I just have to be me and humble. That's the key word, brother. I be I became humble. And that situation did not break me. My, our dad used to tell us, he said, man, bend, but don't break. There you go. Dad used to tell us that all the time. He said, bend, but don't break. He said, it's going to be a point in life when you when you feel like you're going to give up. He said, but you can bend. He said, if you bend, you can accommodate to what the pressure is being put on you. Yeah. You're, you got to understand how to, how to adjust and, and, and maneuver through these things. And that's right. what you were talking about. And that's what reminded me of dad when you talk about the pitfalls. Well, dad also say, follow, listen to what, I, what I've been through so you can avoid those pitfalls as well. There because, you, you know, it's nothing new under the sun. You know, they dealt with things maybe a little bit different. We're dealing with things maybe somewhat different, but it's still the same thing. It's dealing with man and it's dealing with woman. It's dealing with relationships. So you that's just right. have to take you know, like I like to borrow a little bit from you. I like to borrow a little bit from mom, you know, from, from this person and that person. But the best thing that you got to borrow is you got to borrow what you have from yourself. And that's why I say right. taking the A count, getting back to you and knowing who you are. And when I was comfortable, my energy was, 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 was radiant because yeah. I, I didn't, I, I wasn't broken anymore. And the, 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 the truth to the radiant of uh, the power that was within me is because I was humbled it was not on a brag level. It was on a humbling level because I wasn't trying right. to impress anyone. And that's when that picker is being, being restored because now it's not me doing the picking because I've, I've set back and said, I'm not picking anyone. I choose right. who I want to be with when that time comes. Well, that's, that's important. That's why uh, understanding how to be alone is very um, pertinent to that because you know what? People don't want to be alone and, and it's understandable why, because we're, we're built to be, um, you know, in companions. Right. But when you when you haven't learned how to be alone, to learn who you are and, and what makes you thrive to your best, you, you tend to self-sabotage a lot. And, and one of the ways that people self, uh, self-sabotage is you wanting to be in that relationship so badly, you wanting to be in that status so badly that the first person comes comes along you 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 immediately trying to put them into that role and that may not be the person for you you know it, it's not necessarily that they're a bad person they're just not a person for that role and and that's what happens where you know you you rush into a situation and you immediately try to put that person into the role you jump uh, both feet first and then you you, you get so far down the line and then you turn around and you realize that, wait a minute, I didn't know this. This is a deal breaker. So here comes that friction again, because now you're like, uh, I'm not okay with it. And you and, and that person is not going to change who they are. But even more like cynical is that you have this complex and pride to say, well, I'm not a quitter. I, I'm, I come mm. this far. I'm not going to give up. Let I'm going to keep trying Yo. And, and, and don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with, with, with being a go-getter or, or a person that wants to continue to try to build on your relationship. However, if she's not the one you, no matter how hard you build, 
you build it for the wrong one or if he's not the one. And and it's just it's just a bunch of energy just just wasted. Yeah, and not only that, it's to- it becomes toxic energy. And this and, and but there you go. I, I started That's the that. word. I started that. Oh, I'm not gonna give up on this one because I gave up on because this one didn't work. And I'm like, dude, and I and you know I'm not gonna say names, but even even then, dude, that's yo man, that's like toxic Avenger going on, brother. Like I'm making toxic <laughs> soup over here, right? Because I well, see that the friction is there. And yeah. I see that this nonsense is there. But here I am. I'm Captain Saver. I ain't going to give up. There you go. And and you, you I should have not. Oh, boy, yes. that's the self-destruction. Self, yeah, because you make yourself a self-proclaimed martyr like it's a noble yeah. event yeah. to fight. I'm going to fight for you. But, you know, sometimes the truth of the matter is that we're not a match. We're not equally mm-hmm. yoked. You know, and I got love and, for the person, you know, dude. But I realized that, you know, it's just not, dude. Because if, if that person constantly upsets me i mean mm-hmm. like violently upsets me to the point that i'm like you ain't crap then i had to realize that okay so wait a minute but i'm still talking to this person so make the, the problem is it's not her the problem is me so yeah. self-reflection is when, when you get to yourself and start realizing who you are you realize that it takes two it takes two to argue and also no, like it's something you told me a while back. From a distance, no one can tell who's the fool if two people are arguing. Nope. Just like from a distance, no one can tell the difference between salt and sugar. From a distance, say that again. I did. I, I did the chime. What did you say? From a distance, no one can really tell the difference between salt and sugar. Mm. Very similar. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. And and salt is not necessarily bad, but if you're making something sweet, salt doesn't apply. Right. And both can be so toxic it, if you don't use yes, it the right way. In the wrong application. There you go. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, because, though, man, I always like to throw myself in the mix because yeah, I feel well, like, you know, uh, you know, I'm I, like I say, I'm I'm prime example. You know, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the questions. Me I'm, too. I've been in that situation. I know what it is to try to make something more than what it is in, in a relationship game, knowing that this person is not a right match for me and it's okay. Right. But I have to be okay with saying, Hey, it's okay that you're not a right match for me. It's but okay. in order for you to get there. It's okay. That pride has to go. Yo, it's okay. Walter. If she doesn't love you the way that you need to be loved because someone right. out there really loves you, but you got to get out of the way. You got to yeah, get yeah. out of the way. Cause the, let me tell you something. First and foremost, a broken heart is a disaster for a man. And I have to say this to a, to a whole different level. Right. Your memories play mind games on you. Yeah. The mind triggers, shout out to mind triggers podcast, but the mind triggers that come out to you that come up is that you always think about the good times. Your mind is constantly replaying those things because you're in your lonely time. When you're alone, your mind is is thinking about, oh, I remember this, or I remember that. And that helps or hurts you to reach out to that person and try to reminisce with those games. It's not it's not worth it. When you're alone, you have to be alone. And you gotta you gotta shut that down. You gotta be able to say, you know what, hey man, you gotta take the L as well. You may take the A count and you may still get your butt whooped. But be a man and take that L. I had to learn to take that L because trying to save a lost cause, I'm wasting time. 
not only yeah. am I wasting time, but I'm hurting myself more. And it's some damage that can be done that cannot be undone. Oh, yeah. Just think about it. That's facts. But, you know, um, the best perspective, man, is is the ones that we personally live through. And because we're not trying to be preachy to anyone else, because a lot of this is presented in general uh, form, you know, but it's coming from a perspective of self-reflection. You know, just like you said, you know, you, you're the the main one that's gone through it. You know, I, I have to jump out there with you and be like, yeah, man, I, I was out there too. I had to learn mm. because you know what? Um, I spent a, a good majority of my life in a relationship and I knew that she wasn't the one. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the lessons that I learned coming away from that situation is that, you know, you have to get to a point like, you know, the, the, the beginning of a relationship is the most important part, but because people are infatuated with what could be, they don't take time to build in the beginning. And then it, you know, it's like, you can't really function off of puppy love and infatuation. You know what I mean? Because love is an action. It's, it's not a feeling. Factuation and puppy love, those are feelings. And what happens is that like, you know, when you need to be loved, mm-hmm. you need someone to perform an action for you. You don't need fuzzy feelings. You know, it, I equate that to the, 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 you know, the analogy that if I'm drowning, I need you to reach down and pull me out of the water. Right. I don't need you to say, oh, that's cute. <laughs> or I feel bad that you're drowning. Like those are feelings. Your feelings are not going to save me from drowning. I need you to produce an action that's going to stop this. And, and that's where love is. Love is a, it's an action. It's not, it's what you do. And not only what you do, it's what you do when you don't want to do it. Is, is what makes it most important because I don't care how beautiful or how intriguing or, or great this person is. There's going to be times you're not going to like them. That's just, that's just nature. Yeah. My wife don't and, like me at times and I'm cool with that. I mean, but, look, exactly. but I'm good hey, with that. Part of the, but you know what though? Yeah. That's cool because I married my best friend because exactly. I, I understood what it was like I, the infatuation of, of, what I what I was dealing with with the other one, you know what I mean? It's it is it's funny how one can be there for you and the other one say that they they're they they're gonna be there for you, but they never show up. Uh-huh. They're always absent. But we do everything for everybody else, but when it came time to do for 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 me, was never there. So I had to understand like why am I keeping this person around? Why right. why am I why am I sabotaging myself? So right. when when did you figure out when it was time for you to when did you figure out that that person wasn't right for you? Um, to be honest with you, man, um, I've always known just just the way that that person made me feel, and um, there was two major things that happened. One uh, that was confirmation is that you know I had accomplished something that was pretty outstanding. And uh, to the point where I got recognized and got awarded for it, got a promotion for it. Um, but that person wasn't genuinely happy for me in that situation. Okay. And that, and that was like the celebration dinner from the drive there and the drive back was awkward because, you know, I can see that that person mentally was checked out. 
and that that person wasn't in the moment. That person wasn't. Um, it, it just wasn't a genuine genuine happiness for me. Oh, you know I know. I mean? Yeah, I see. That's that's how I figured and, it out as well. And when you, you know, when do when when you're with the person, like when you want to celebrate with the person that should be the loudest or the most engaged and you get this monotone response like that's just so draining it it just it just sucks the energy right out of the the momentum but what's hard to swallow is that when you see other people celebrating harder for you than that person is and then that person then turns and has a little bit of resentment towards those people for being happy for you. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, why would you be upset with someone who's genuinely happy for me when you're not even genuinely happy for me? You know? Yeah. And I, and I get that. And that's, that's crazy within the the confines of somebody's mental capacity to not (laughs) be happy for a person who's definitely making their life better in reality because of the accomplishments that you're making. I, on the other hand, was trying to make accomplishments for, I always call my family, my squad, my team. Mm-hmm. And knowing that everything that I were doing, it was always resulted in, oh, you just doing this for, for attention from other women. And I'm like, yo, here's the thing about being in the arts. If you have, you're a writer, you are a poet, or whatever you're doing, people are going to like what you do. And some people are not going to like what you do. People includes men and women. So (laughs) if women like what I do, that's because they like what I do. That does not mean that I'm trying to sleep with every woman in the world. But the small mindedness of certain people will, will throw hate and salt and stones at what you're trying to accomplish. And I had that epiphany when I was driving around trying to show this person, Hey, this is what my goals are. And this person was none interested in anything that I had to say. So I turned to her. I say, if I'm still with you in the next three months, in the next three weeks, in the next three minutes, you have the right to call me a sorry ninja. Brother, I was done with that in the next three seconds. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, because at the end of the I day, I realized, yo, this, she's not for me. She's going to do yeah, everything in her power to sabotage my dreams. Mm. Yes, sir. Yep. I'm Dream trying to get you can't, the house with can't. the white picket fence and she's trying to throw gasoline on it. And right. I'm doing this for my squad. I'm doing this for my family. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you look, man, I don't like women. I hear I hear a lot of women like who don't have support of their their spouses, dreams and and admiration and goals and so forth. Dude, that just sets me ablaze on a whole different level because I know how hard it is in this game to get to the next level. And that's why I stopped including people into my dreams. And when I stopped including people into my dreams, I, I had less and less nightmares. Boy, talk about that. 
I'm just saying, man. So I understand where yeah, you're coming no, no, from. No, no, no. Back up on that one. No, go no, for no, it, no. baby. You're let's go. Run past that one. Okay, no, let's, no, let's no. go back, baby. Let's go. Yeah, say, say that again. <laughs> when I stop including people into my dreams, I have less and less nightmares. There you go, man. That's powerful. You know, and, and coincidentally, dude, that was, that was another situation that happened when I knew that she wasn't the one. It's because when, um, again, that it's that lack of genuine happiness. You know what I mean? Because everything I do, you know how I am. I'm inclusive. Like I, oh, yeah. I'm one of those people that just, I want everybody to win with me. You know, I, I would like to have that scenario where the victory is not just, excuse me, but the whole squad is winning. You know what I mean? Say that again. You said the victory, cause you cut out a little bit. You said the victory is winning. Yeah, I just I, I like to have that type of victory where the whole squad is winning, where everyone yeah. walks well, away with a like victory that. of their own. Yeah, you you know you, what I mean? Like I'm not like the that. guy that just wanna no exactly because I'm not that guy that just wanna be the only one winning. I want you know what I'm saying? Like mm. like if I if I come to the table, man, I want that table to be surrounded with with people that are, are winning with me. You know what I mean? See, you're the type of person who wants to feast of champions. Yeah, yeah, you right. know, because sometimes I want people to win more than they want themselves to win, and that that's where a lot of times the the, the conflict comes from. And, and here's one of the most important things I learned from my failed relationship is that the the deficit, and 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 this is a chapter that's in my book. It's called the deficit, right? Yeah, it, it, it's it's this is what we have to understand as human. Um, you have to have equal contributed uh, contributions into a relationship. Otherwise, it's always going to fail. What I learned is when it comes to a deficit, it doesn't matter how much harder I try. It doesn't matter how much more I want to love. It doesn't matter how much more I want to give. I can never make up for the other person's deficit. So if I'm given 80 and they're given 20, my 80, I can't give an extra 20 to make it a full 100. My 80% is always going to fall short of 100 because that person is only given 20. The only way it goes is if I give 100 and they give 100, that we're going to be equally matched. So and, and now, does that 20 take ahead. away from your 80? It does because okay. I'm still short of 100. Because okay. the, the thing is, is that 50 50 doesn't work because we're still short. The only way it, it, it works is if we both all in. I can't be halfway and you all the way and we both reach the same goal. There's a deficit somewhere. If I give 50, you give 50. People say, well, 50 and 50 is 100. No, Mm -hmm. I'm giving half. You're giving half. So we're halfway there. there. I got to give a whole 100. You got to give a whole 100 in order for us to be complete. Right. But the thing is, is that I've learned that I can't make up for the other person's deficit. And that was a hard lesson for me to, to learn because we we revert back into these um, roles where we want to do more. We want to give more. Well, you, you know, we want We feel like we can make up for what the other person lacks. Now, don't get this confused with different, you know, playing different roles. I may be the cook. You may be the baker. But together we make a full meal. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That That's not the same scenario. The same scenario is if I'm the only one cooking and you're not cooking. There's something there's a deficit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, then you the don't, don't confuse. <laughs> yeah, don't confuse. Don't confuse with playing different roles with half assing. Right. Like if you're not contributing, you're not contributing. Okay. Or if you're contributing less, it's still less. And and don't equate that to financial because 
if you make less than I make, that has nothing to do with it. Or if you make more than I make, that has nothing to do with it. That that has absolutely nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with the family unit and 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 everything that we're building on that foundation at home, right? So, you know, if a person, for example, doesn't say I love you and you say it a lot, it doesn't make up for the fact that that person has some kind of emotional detachment somewhere. And that's an issue that has to be dealt with because when you're in a relationship, at some point in the time of the relationship, you're going to need to hear it. And not only do you need to hear it, you need to feel it. Me being a person that says, well, I just don't like to say it. It's not good enough. Really? That can't fly. No, dude, that is a cop out that we've have learned to settle for. Mm -mm. That's a cop out. That's a cop out. Mm -mm. Well, if a person has a problem expressing how they feel about you, mm -hmm. then that's an issue. That's a red flag. Dude, that's so it like doesn't we, matter. It's almost like we dated sisters. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother, but it, it sounds like that because when you just said that, I was like, "Damn, did we date sisters?" And they and that's and they came from the same mama and dad because they never said any good word about what I was accomplishing. Right, but always have something negative to to spit on the game. I'm like, yo, what what is this coming from? And I don't, and you gotta understand who and I am. Right there, and, no, right there, huh? right there. Finish that point because you just hit something right there. Well, I'm not Go that ahead. person that I'm. I'm not. You don't want to continue to be negative, Nancy, with me, because uh -huh. I'm the eradicator. I get you. I right. get you up out of there real quick. You know what I'm saying? And that and, and that's what you eventually mean, happens. The ejector. I hit that eject button, baby. <laughs> nope, gotta go. <laughs> you gotta go because these are the person that you talk about all the things. Now, if you're telling a story, you're telling everybody everything that you ever done for me. And then you're talking about all the women who was attracted to me and, and I was, you know, this and that, the other. But see, it never was about other women. It was about what you were going to do for us. And that's mm -hmm. the problem that you had. Now, if, as long as you were running the show, it was all good. But I can't right. let a woman. I love strong women. I do. It's a turn on to me. But you can't run me. Baby, you ain't right. going to never run me. You can't right. put track shoes, tracks on my back. You can't whoop me and tell me to get in line. I'm, I, don't, I don't go like that. I am the man. I'm going to stand up as the man. And I never had my hand out for a woman and say, give me this and give me that. Now, nah, player. I don't do that. But if you do for me, it's because you're doing for, for us, not doing for me. Because you want us to get to the next level. And as long yes. as I was doing for you, I was doing for us. So why can't yeah. you come and do for us and not say that you did for me? Right. See, that's the game and, and wow. that's, the, that's the lies because, look, man, as long as a man is spending his money, it's okay. And I'm here to tell you that it's not okay. That's tricking one-on-one. We got to do this for us. And that's that 100% that you was telling. It's, it has to be 100, 100. We have to go all in to make this thing happen. So my apologies. I didn't mean to interject, but you no, no, said no, no, something no, no. that resonated with me. And I'm like, yo, did well, we date you sisters? You said something in your interjection that resonated with me because... You, you look, when you said when you were in a situation where a person only seems to point out negativity, right? Yes, so let, let's isolate that for just a second. Like, think about it um, and why everything that we're saying is so evident, because sometimes that is where a person limitation maxes out because that person doesn't know how to love. 
Some people think tough love is the only way to love a person. And some people think abuse is actually tough love when it's just abuse. No, you, no, no, no. That's that that is abuse, man. That's that negative abuse. Nancy is is cancerous. But they but what I'm saying is that there's a deficiency inside of that person to believe that it's tough love. They think they have mm. to motivate you with tough words, or they think they have to ride you and nag you to keep you on the straight and narrow. Okay, let me ask you this question though. Sure. Have you seen them give regular love to other be other other people other than you? I mean, what I'm saying is have you seen them give praises and accolades to other people rather than yourself? I actually, yeah. Okay, that's that's what I'm saying. It may resonate as tough love, but that's a straight up hater. Yeah, I'm, we dated sisters, homie. Well, it's I'm not, telling you, we just didn't tough, know it. It's not tough. It's not tough love. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a it's a mind warp of thinking that it's tough love mm-hmm. when it's not love at all. It's just abuse. You know, when whenever like one thing, dude, is that um, we talk about a lot of things from different perspective agendas. But what women do have to understand is this: is that a man is not a project for you to mold, shape, or uh, transform. And and if you, you know, if you want a man to become his greatest potential, believe me when I tell you this, if you love a man for who he is, that love would drive that man to reach potential that he has never thought he was able to reach. Nagging and, and, and bossing and trying to control things that is no different than a man being controlling in a relationship with a woman and doing the that, only difference that serpent is, snake stuff behind your back, yeah, underhanded yeah, manipulation, no manipulation. Yes. The, o- the only difference is when it's done from, from a man to a woman, the woman is thought of as a victim. When it's done from a woman to a man is thought of, Oh, well, she's loving you. She she's making you great. And it's the same abuse. You can't, you can't take that same form of abuse and flip the label because it's coming from one direction to the other. It's, it's the same level of abuse. It's, it's no difference. But the, the deficiency is when people are stuck at a limitation to where they, were, they may have been raised to where they weren't told I love you. You know, when they come home, they're not greeted. Or when they leave, they don't hug and say, I love you, be careful. And so that, tr- that carries over to adulthood. From a person who was raised that way, that's going to seem a little odd. Like we're leaving every day. We're taking chances with whatever the odds of the world is laying outside this door that I'm going to come back. And we're not leaving on good terms. See, for me personally, I don't like that. When we say when we're when we're leaving the home, I don't care if you're going to the store. I like a hug and a kiss. Goodbye. Uh, not goodbye, just a hug and a kiss and say, all right, you later. be careful. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. I, I, li- I like to speak that into fruition because I don't want it to be, oh, you just walk out the house and I'm like, I'm looking for you and I don't even know you're gone. There's something yeah. wrong with that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, we 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 dated sisters. I'm I'm convinced of this. Because <laughs> we just didn't know it because um, I, I, I totally get it, man. It's, it's, it's the negativity. It's the snakiness. It's like, that's why I'm really not on social media. You know that uh, yeah. that chick, dude. Uh, that's, she, a, that's a devil's she playground. Would go, she would go behind it, my social media accounts when I was, you know, I think it was MySpace back in the day when I was. That was the last one platform that I was really on, other Ooh, than boy, Instagram. you just dated yourself. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, man, I'm hey, dude. I love look this salt and pepper. I earn every stripe. Okay, I'm not Tom. I'm, Tom looking for you, boy. Yeah. Tom on MySpace. <laughs> 
Yo, Tom. He said, where you, where you go, player? Where you go? Where you go? He you gave it up. My space was dope back in the day. I ever do. You know, I was writing poetry and so forth, and I had my books and so forth and, and whatnot. But here's the thing that I hate about, about that type of energy. You have enough mm-hmm. energy to go behind my back to question these other women about their involvement with me. Right. Rather than have that same type of energy to sell my product. Yeah. To promote my work. product. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, See, it is slanderous on a whole different level. And that's why I yeah. never, that's why I don't let my woman intervene into my business. Cause my business has nothing to do with you. If you ain't on my squad. So and 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 I have a big problem with that, but that and that's why you have to separate. Um, you have to know who you are and who you with. Now, my wife, that's yeah. different because you know I don't. We don't argue about stupid things, man. You know what I'm saying? Like if I say a woman is beautiful, I'm telling the truth. You're beautiful. I, it's not me flirting with you. It's me letting you know that you're beautiful. Other than that, I I don't I don't go past that. But when, yeah, but, but bro, the main difference in that though is full disclosure. Mm-hmm. You you said you married your best friend. You guys didn't jump into that marriage right away. No, it took time. Like you guys took the time to build a friendship to yeah. where it is. Well, now. The foundation is so, built that she knows me and I know her, and exactly. and and that and that's based off of of a friendship. And I and look, dude, yeah. when I say that I love the other woman. Mm-hmm. I, I I love the ideal of the other woman, but then I hate right. who the other woman is. And, and because that, that person is always going to show who she is and she's all kind of B's and C's and see you next Tuesday to me. And that person brings out the worst in me because, right. because you think you're smarter than me. You think your neurons right. are firing harder and faster than mine. You think that you know me and you don't know me. See, that box don't fit me. See, you see, you only your once somebody told me once, once upon a time, and I thought it was the most sexist thing that this dude ever said. He said, the only weapon that a woman has is her mouth. And the young me was like, yo, that is some sexist thing to say. But I didn't understand the concept of what he was telling me. He was telling me right then and there that she's going to use her mouth against you. She's going to use that mouth as a weapon of mass destruction to destroy everything that you have. Why? Because other women will listen to her because other Mm -hmm. women have been jaded by somebody else. So it is a flock of birds or what Mm -hmm. they call them. They got one birds flock together. You know what I'm saying? The birds of the feather flock together. Yeah, but it's a something else that they call them. It's a it's a it's a thing that they call them. But anyway, and I and I thought it was the most sexist thing that I said. This old head was telling me. I was like, oh, right. okay, that's kind of sexist. But then I understood the concept later in life, and mm-hmm. when I was dealing with that particular woman, I said, okay, so as long as you can talk against me, you're happy. Mm. As long as you can slander my name, you're excited. Mm. But this is the same woman who never gave me any compliment about all of my accolades of, of my accomplishments that I accomplished. Yeah, that's weird. Yo, that's some hater stuff. But those are snakes yeah. that you have to deal with. 
you got to be careful of the company that you keep because we oh, are we are definitely. allowing these devils to be around us. Yeah, it's by choice. Exactly. It's by choice. And as long so, as I so, was allowing that devil to be around me, that devil had power in my life. The second that yeah, I said, devil, you can't be around me, the devil had no more power in my life. Now, I can't control yeah. that mouth of hers. She can say what she want to say. But I got footage to back up everything that I have to say as well. Get what I'm saying? So no, I feel you. I that, feel that's you, but, but, that's the life that we live in, and so to speak. But it's not her yeah. fault. I don't blame her. See, it'd be it'd be very small of me to blame her for the mistakes that I made. Right. I have to but take yeah, ownership blame, blame of, of, get you of anywhere. Well, no, it doesn't. But he, but yeah. a man in maturity taking the, taking the responsibility because it was me who put myself in that situation with her. And then it was me not knowing how to figure things out to, cause you know, like I said, it could have been that she was my best ally or she was Mm -hmm. my worst foe. But how do I adjust that? And when you step away and have self-reflection, like, yo, I should have never went, I should have never been with you. You would have rebound because of when I was divorced. Mm. See? So when you allow certain things in and you're, I didn't give up, and the way that the divorce went, and then now I'm trying to play Captain Saver. I'm like, I'm going to stick it out. I'm going to stay with this. No, player. Yeah. So no. you did do it. <laughs> you, you did that whole, well, I'm, I'm, I'm this far. I'm going to fight. Well go I'm going to fight. I'm going yeah. to fight the good fight. And, and, and uh, my, well, might as well weather the storm. <laughs> yeah. And you getting pummeled yeah. by hailstones because yeah, you're, yeah. You, you're playing boo boo the fool. So I don't Damn. blame her. I, you know, it, it, I have to blame myself. I had to say, ah, you know, but I didn't make that same mistake with my wife, though. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, it's accountability. You know what I mean? It's uh, yes, sir. It is. It's accountability. Um, you have to be accountable for yourself, but then that other person also needs to be accountable for themselves by not blaming. We're not saying that they don't have a stake of responsibility or accountability in the matter. It just you can't walk away from the situation pointing the finger. You have to take an assessment of even when it gets to a point of that person doing what they did to you. At some point you had control over walking away and you didn't. There you go. That's why you can't blame that person, you know, and then you can't control that person's thought process as well. No, you know what I mean? They have things that they got to work out for themselves because you know, Tremendo, you go. I you am go. the most loyal person in the freaking world. If I ride right. with you, man, dude, I roll with you, baby. It's all good. You never have to question my loyalty. You right. don't have to be like, I don't know if Walter's still going to be there. You don't have to look over your shoulder because I'm right there. You, Matter of fact, you can feel me breathing. I'm ready there to go mean. for it. Well, yeah, you don't have I to mean, question that, my loyalty, that, man. I'm, I'm loyal to a fault. And sometimes my loyalty gets me in trouble. A lot of times. Yeah, yeah. because I'm too loyal to the people who ain't loyal back to me. So loyalty is high on my level on my list. If you if you cross you, you know me, Angel. You know that I have no filters. Right. So if you cross that, oh man, you're gonna have to deal with it. And to deal with me in that that aspect is it's not a good thing. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm 
I'm gonna be very petty with you. <laughs> petty LaBelle. I'm gonna petty be Petty LaBelle. LaBelle. I'm finna, oh, we off finna get you, son. It's over. <laughs> right. You right? Well, well dude, it, it, it's also, man. Um, look, dude, a lot of times we, we rush into these relationships because we want these relationship goals and, and we want it to be this perfect fairy tale. But, you know, once you get it out of your head that that fairy tale is not realistic, that it's work, right? Um, and especially when it comes to marriage, because people think of marriage in a, in a concept of fairy tale. You think because you say I do that now you're going to experience this wonderful life together. And that's just not logic. That's not logic at all. If you're not working to build like it, once you say I do think about what that means, I do means current future tense. I did is past tense. Mm. So if you say I do, that means you continue to work. I do work. I do love you. I do want this to be better. I do want to be better. Not I did. <laughs> Once you say I did, it's over. It's yeah, past. I tense. did this. I did that. Yeah. So I done you have that. to look at I I do, I do as a <laughs> as a current status, as a futuristic status that I do love you. I do want to be better. Mm-hmm. I do want to continue to work. Right. Because you know it is it, it dude, it's hard to to function two people to function as one unit. It's hard. It, that within itself has its own challenges. And then when life itself happens, that's just another layer of complications and chaos. You know. Well, yeah. But here's the truth: mm-hmm. if you work at it, and and you really love this person from an uh, from an organic place where it's authentic, you can have that fairy tale. Once that work is put in, mm. but it's not, it's not this, I love you. And then you experience this wonderful fairy tale happily ever after that doesn't exist mm. because the right person will have you praying to God in praise and thank you, Lord, thank you for sending this angel to me. Thank you for blessing me to, to experience such a wonderful love. The wrong person will have you praying out of frustration. Lord, I don't know what you want me to do with this one. <laughs> Please. Yeah, brother. Please. Yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you stole that from me, though. But I mean, hey, it, it, it might be. Creative it's, it's dope enough. It, it's, it's dope enough to say, prove it. <laughs> I got I got it recorded. I think so. But no, say good, that again, though, because you, you made a good point. Nah, I, I, no, seriously. I really want people to digest that. It is it is yeah. something that that I, I live my life by right now because you you just you 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 on point. So I want people to really hear that again. Do you mind repeating that, sir? No, not at all, bro. It's like this, man. The right person to have you praying out of praise and thankfulness, you know. Thanking God for, you know, Lord, thank you for this angel. Thank you for experiencing this wonderful love. And then the wrong person will have you praying out of frustration because you you at your your wits end. Father, I just don't know what you want me to do with this, but Lord, help me. Jesus, take the wheel, the car, <laughs> the seatbelt. take her everything. away from me. <laughs> so how about I just jump out the car and you just take everything? Everything. <laughs> no, I'm joking aside, nah, though. It, right, it, will have you, it will have you praying out of frustration because, man, um, mm-hmm. you said something about a broken heart earlier. Mm-hmm. The human capacity it's not equipped to deal with a broken heart. It's not natural. That's why it hurts so freaking much. And to be hurt, I don't care. Dude, you can be 
10 feet tall per muscle. You'd be the strongest man in the world, strongest mm-hmm. woman in the world. It does not matter. A broken heart would cripple anybody. Mm. Yeah. Anybody. Well, it, it, it does different things for different people as well. Uh, it, 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 sometimes it makes you play boo-boo the fool. Sometimes it makes you uh, have mind thoughts and you reminisce about that person and try to rekindle. You know, because I've tried to rekindle with with uh, with that person, try to reconnect with that person, and it's like, yo, it's just dumb because once you know, it's something in them. They never they never take ownership for their mishap, and I have a big problem with a person never owning up to their 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 downfalls or their faults I do too. as well, yeah. and then making it seem like everything was my fault, and then you know, right. here here you go, you the B's and the H's, and the see you next Tuesday because. I realized that I'm dealing with the monster and I'm like, yo. So at the end of the day, I I had to stop cursing that person out and be like, yo, what am I doing? I'm not, I'm not living my life. And I, and maybe I like, maybe I just like the kink. Maybe it was just certain things about that person that I thought was good, but really it's not good because see, I don't see sex is one thing, but I need the total package. Man. I need to hold okay. I need to hold kit and caboodle, so to speak. I don't need just sex because I'm not yeah, in a sexual did. relationship. I need the whole kit and caboodle. I need everything. I need all the aspects of a woman from her brain down to the sole of her feet. I need all yeah. of it, you know, because I it. need you Danger. to be that one for me because I'm going to be everything for you. I'm going to the moon and I'm going beyond and I need you to ride on this spaceship with me. You're my co-pilot. Yes. You're not just you're not just alone for the ride. No, you are co-piloting. You're the co-pilot to this journey. And I need right. you to understand that. So I don't need a woman that is jealous hearted. I don't mm-hmm. need a woman. I, I, I love my queen that she knows her place. Because when she knows her place, I know my place. And I play my position. She plays her position. Yo, dude, I love the fact that I have that within her. And a lot of women are jealous of of the potential that a man has and will mm. sabotage that potential. But mm. like I said, you the fool for being in that situation. And another thing I want to throw off into that, stop blaming that person. Yes, sir. I, I don't blame that person. It's, it's not that person's fault. It is my fault. And when I take ownership to who I am and what I have done, then God can work with me. See, a lot of times we want to go fussing and belly aching to God and be like, ah, I can't take it no more, God. I just, and it's not God's fault. And it's not that other person's fault. It's my fault. You know what I mean? Because I came into a situation thinking, thinking, excuse me, that I can control the situation. I can't control that situation if God is not in that relationship, in that equation. Or if God is out of the equation, if it's just the equation of sex, if it's just the equation of whatever relationship that you have with that person, but if it's, if it's ungodly or if it's golly, you got to make that decision for yourself. However, for me to say is that person's fault is me to admit that I am wrong, a lack of the admittance that I am wrong. When I step back and say, yo, I'm wrong for this and I can own my mistakes. Now I can build on, who I am and what I need to be as a man, not what they're going to be. So you got to get that out of your head because you can't go to God and ask God to change that person for you. Neither. 
That's not going to happen. That person has got to be willing to change their ways based upon who they are and what they are. And that's another thing as well. If they truly care about you and they truly love you, they're going to make strides to meet you halfway. That's when the halfway comes in. in because, look, it's a, a life imbalances consequences, but it's also about compromise. If you're not willing to compromise to uh, accommodate that person, then they're not going to meet you to accommodate your wills and your wishes as well. And and that's where I had to learn. And it's all through maturity, man. You have to mature as a man. You have to, you know, stop drinking your Kool-Aid. You have to realize that, you know, a lot of this that you go through is your fault and you have to build yourself up. And not only that, by building yourself up, it's humbling yourself that you don't know it all. And that's when yeah, sure. you can realize that, Hey, I, uh, my prayers are not just praying for the God to remove this because a lot of, of what you're dealing with is your fault and you got to take that ownership. So when you asking God to remove this and you find that he's removing you from it and now your belly aching, aha, mm -hmm. aha. See, now you don't understand. Now you belly aching to God talking about, I don't, I don't understand. He said, I know you don't understand. I know you don't understand because you're, you think you're smarter than me and realizing that you're not smarter than, than God and realizing you don't know all the answers. Mm. Dude, you cannot mature until you really sit back and say, okay, I'm ready to learn now. There you go. There you go. And, and that's a, that's a good place to begin is being ready to learn. But you know, my, my final thoughts on the situation is that, uh, learning to be by yourself can be the biggest benefit that you can you can establish in life because you know what there's a few things that come from that. Number one, um, when you're not afraid to be by yourself, then you're not going to settle for just any scenario or any situation. Um, you know, men and women both a lot of times stay in a relationship that's toxic and that's painful longer than they have to because of the simple fact that you know they're afraid to be alone. And, it, and, and that's, you know, no one should ever be forced to be in that scenario, period. Um, another thing is that when you when you learn to be by yourself, you can understand um, how to build on that peace, because when you understand how important your self peace is to you, then you, you you're not going to be so willing uh, to sacrifice that peace for just anything. That peace has to reign supreme. But listen, it, it's, it's, it gets to a point where. Um, if you have a string of bad relationships, you know, my heart goes out for anybody that's experienced that because that kind of hurt and pain is hard to navigate from. But if you have to take a step back and look and if there's a, a line of bad relationships that have ended similarly, then maybe it's time for you to, you know, kind of take a chill and start to reevaluate what choices and decisions have I made that has kept this as a reoccurring event in my life, what have I done um, that has led me to make the similar decisions who have led me to attract a similar energy and given me a similar outcome? You know, now taking accountability for the situation is not excusing that other person for anything they've done to hurt you, nor is it not giving them a, a, a pass to say that they're, they're right and you're wrong. Taking the responsibility is just saying, I'm going to grow from this and use it as something that's going to make me more, uh, um, you know, more of a person in the future. That's going to make me stronger, uh, wiser. It's going to make me better. 
you know, so it's not about excusing the other person from the, for their uh, transgressions. It's just choosing not to let it break you. It's going to make you stronger. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to take that time. Like my brother said, the eight count. When, when, a, when you're watching a boxing match and the, and the boxer gets the wind knocked out of him and he hops up too fast, the referee is going to, uh, you know, end the match because he's incoherent. He, he's not fit to continue. But if he takes that eight count, get his, get his breath together uh, or get, you know, get his thoughts together when he, when he gets up, the referee said, how many fingers am I holding up? Are you okay? He can respond with a clear conscience of logic that, yeah, I, I know what I'm getting into. Let me go. Let me continue. So taking that eight count is important. Heartbreak is hard to deal with on any level for any gender. It's not gender specific. Trust me. Heartbreaks are MF and it hurts like an MF to anybody who feels it. But when you going into another relationship and you haven't really dealt with the trauma that you've experienced, even in the previous relationship or just through life period, maybe there's some trauma that's linked to certain things that's causing you to react a certain way that's leading you to destroy or self-destruct in relationships. Mental health is important. There is no weakness in investing in your mental health. We have to, as in our culture, especially, it's no wonder therapy is not like one of the main things that we spend money on because we have experienced an extreme amount of trauma in this country. But we have to get out of the concept that mental health is not uh, important in our culture or we don't have the time to have those problems. That's, that's for the privilege. That's a, that's a bunch of malarkey. We have to deal with our mental health because there's a lot of good situations that could have the potential of being that fairy tale that we want, but we're self-sabotaging. We're self-destructing. We're self-destructing. We're not dealing with trauma. And we're, we're feeling these, these feelings and resentment for something that's tied to something that has nothing to do with the person or the relationship. And we're breaking bonds and we're, we're tearing down the castle so the kingdom cannot thrive. We have to take that time to invest in ourselves and get our mental stability where it needs to be so that we can be a person that not only can love, but can receive love. That's the most important part of the transaction. A lot of times we put ourselves in a position to give and we don't know how to receive. We don't know how to receive a person's effort. And we make that other person feel like either they're not good enough or mm, do better or uh, I'm just not that type of person. That's look, man. Life is not meant to live alone. And, and this journey that we are, we're made, we're built to have a companion. And when you have someone that thinks enough of you to bring you a cup of coffee, man, if that don't mean anything to you, then something's wrong inside of you. Because look, if spending money is what gets you, gets your whistle wet, then maybe you don't want a relationship. You want a sugar daddy or a sugar. But the thing is, is that when a person puts you first and they consider you, even if it's bringing you a drink of water, even if it's saying, hey, I just called to see if you're okay. That's an effort. And if you don't know how to receive that, eventually you're going to hurt that person to where they stop trying. Self-sabotage. So my final thoughts is this. Take time to be by yourself. Know who you are. 
so that you can heal properly, so that when you find someone to share your life with, they don't have to just shoulder the burden of all that that you're carrying. Just imagine how much cleaner life would be if y'all don't have to burden everybody, each other's uh, shoulder, each other's burdens. What if you can just start building together? What if all that pressure and all that weight of having to hold each other's burdens up can be replaced with productivity, building a foundation, building one another up, loving each other, learning how to love each other better, love, learning how to receive each other's love better. Imagine what type of level that you can you can acquire to or, or aspire to if it's if we just move all of this extra baggage out of the way that has no productivity, no meaning other than hurt, resentment, pain, and just heaviness that is not even necessary to carry. Learn to love, learn to receive love, learn to be, to self-love. Self-love is one of the most important things. Self-love is not selfish, people. Self-love is important because if I don't know how to love myself, there is no way in the world I'm going to let you love me. All right. I'm just going to turn it back over to my brother on that note. Yeah, no doubt, man. Uh, always beautiful words, man. We definitely appreciate you. And the listeners appreciate you, Angel, for the gems that you dropped, man. I, I appreciate you as well. You know, and, uh, you know, thank you, sir. I, I don't think we say it enough, but thank you. And I love you. Love you too, bro. Thank you, man. You're welcome, sir. Uh, that'll be two dollars and a biscuit for stealing my words, but I I love you anyway. <laughs> he said, "Prove right, it." Uh, I got it on tape. It. I got it on tape. <laughs> Good. And uh, you know, I guess we dated the the witches of Eastwick, so uh, you know, it's all good in life. But you know, I don't I don't wish anything on anyone, man. And and I hope they listen to the podcast because you know I want them to understand. I I, I definitely want the best for all people in the world, even if we didn't make it. I don't hold any grudges towards you. I, I want you to survive and strive in this world and do you uh, because I'm definitely going to do me to the fullest of my ability. But, you know, right. with that said, though, man, stop being dream killers, man. There's a lot yes. of dream killers out there, man. It is a yes, lot sir. of dream killers. And I'm telling these dudes, man, if you with a woman and she ain't feeling what you're doing, man, you, you got to, you know, check your pedigree, bro, because at the end of the day, you got to make it for you. And yes, because she's going to get by. And you'll you'll do all these things for that woman and, and realize that at the end you ain't gonna have anything, but she's gonna get by. The system is set up for her to get by. You gotta get your get your hustle on, get your grind on, and stay true to you. That's a different show that I wanna do as well. Stay true yes, to you. Sir. You know what I mean? So with that said, people, this has been uh Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your host, Angel and Walter LeRae. I am the poet Walter LeRae, and that is my dope co-host. Angel. Hey, you know what it is. This is when we spread these two fingers apart. We're going to shake a deuce at you. Peace. Peace out, people. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Miss Talks Podcast. May I speak sincerely with your hosts, Andrew and Walter LeRae. If you would like to be a part of our show, or if you have any suggestions and topics that you would like us to speak on, please feel free to reach us at Podcast at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Instagram. Just search Miss Talks Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Let the journey begin.